house is for sale for $3.4 million, by the way. This house? Yeah, Tony Soprano's house in The Sopranos. Oh, nice. $3.4 million. The only problem they got is you can no longer write off your property taxes, and the property taxes are $68,000 a year. Oh, wow. Good luck selling that. That's got a pool, doesn't it? <laughs> with ducks. It's got a pool with ducks. And they also go out to the curb and pick up the newspaper in your in your uh, bathrobe. Only five people have been arrested in that house that I know of. Only five. So, well, yeah, because he got arrested. That other right. party, I think it's five total. Yeah. I love it. I don't worry about this. <laughs> the family's coming in. He's going out. Welcome to the family with Mike Bryant. Katie Harms. Seven Pivot. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Rappenard. And Cassie Trader. And now you've got a lavalier. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm moving oh, up in the world. <laughs> no, I miss cousin lavalier. <laughs> lavalier fit me. <laughs> it works. That sounds like a black man. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. He loves that card. We will be <laughs> right back. <laughs> kick things that. off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour to Cure ride. Join me. Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. No, that's really hard to believe, Michael. You weren't kind to people who were trying to push and run you off the road. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Tour to Cure spot just ran. I believe you can still go to the Tour to Cure website and donate money. I'm sure they'll take the money. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Just, uh, what is it, tourtocure.com? Is that what it is? Yep. There you go. Listen to Michael. And by the way, I predicted it. I got a, I got a text message from Michael Bryant this morning. I said, "Yeah, don't be texting me about hot yoga." And he just told me I was on my wind to hot <laughs> yoga when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> so it all works out in the end. Brought me back to life. You weren't stiff at all after that ride. Yes, you liar! You were hobbling around like an old. I was not hobbling man. Hmm. Yes, you were. I was. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. I was. Man, my no. legs hurt like crazy. My knees always get weak when I see Catherine's beautiful. That's what it is. Here, I thought it was because you biked after not biking. Uh, nice response. <laughs> what do you nice think of that? I get this thing all. Where did she go? The music she's still playing. She's quit. Has she popped a bolt or what? She that popped was a bolt. Your lies. You left the music up, that dopey. Cassie that pops a bolt. making a phone call. What are you, hungover? What she's you, got Michael many Bryan? duties. <laughs> she's wearing many hats today. <laughs> Michael Bryant. Hey, hey Michael, are you in Nashville? Glug, glug, glug. That's all I can hear. I wasn't driving. I was saying not the place to train for for a bike ride. No, no. no. Well, it not. was Stevie Wonder, so it's not like I left you with a bad music. earworm <laughs> of a song. You're a disaster. We got Connie on the line. So 
Tevin, unfortunately, you've been replaced as my doppelganger. What? What? I had yeah. a good run. Yeah, had a good run. <laughs> You're dismissed now. <laughs> I have a new doppelganger. Rashawn is my new doppelganger. Oh, Even though he's 30 years younger than me and he's black, but he and I, I mean, honestly, how he talks, he does what I do. He does this when he talks. He's twitchy. Oh, he's twitchy. And he I talks actually, about, very smart guy, though. I really actually smart. saw him when we were leaving. He was out walking his dog. He had his jacket on. Oh, the sports coat. I like recognize. I'm like, hey, yeah, wait a minute. There cannot be coat. two men in Minneapolis that have that same coat. There's yeah, Kevin. Right I'm like, waving. Right? He does. Who's out walking the dog? I don't even know who this dog. guy is. Uh, William Humphreys uh, spent a lot of money on a on a charity thing. Oh, your thing from Saturday. A charity Saturday. thing called Boulder Options. Boulder Options. Daryl Thompson, who is also one of the nicest men in the world, except for he's far too muscular, which pisses me off. But anyway, I was like the smallest guy at my house. Cool. Not you cool. were. You look like cool. a. You look like, like a, a baby. <laughs> <still in Australia. laughs> Did you go to the fundraiser? They had. Which one? Uh, no, no, we, we were. Still we were still in Florida. Florida. That's a really cool event. I went it last really year, yeah. but never got invited back. So I don't know what I did. Oh, right stop it. <laughs> I did too. Invite you. You're so funny. Did I don't you know drink well? No, I didn't Maybe. get invited. Oh, well. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's a limited a Recurring thing, theme, you know? Michael. <laughs> no, no, no. So. Yeah, I rode a bike the next day. I was good. Can I segue into another fundraiser? Well, we do have our guest event? on the line, so. We don't have a guest. Yes, we do. Dr. Connie DeLine oh. from the Spinal CSF League Foundation. Oh, Connie's Foundation. on this hour? Connie well, you're having a big right day, Cassie. Oh, yeah. It's Connie's here. Way. You had her listed here as noon. I know. I hit the wrong <laughs> You're a decent <laughs> ass. I know. It's Monday. Connie, great to have Cassie you. Was Are correct. you with us? Did you go to hot yoga and <laughs> no, break it? No. I've had a rough weekend. My stepdaughter had a tonsillectomy and adenoid, so I'm like going on little sleep. I can see that. I understand. Dave and I were tag teaming it you know a tap in he'd tap out and you know so we've been regimen of pain meds and oh, stuff like that so it's, that it's been rough all right no question no i can't you're not supposed to take the pain meds you're not supposed to take i don't think we want to pick on connie either because she just got done doing a 5k connie did you do a 5k in a pool for duradash 10k a 10K. Okay. Wow. See, I'm nice. not okay. So everyone, I really, I need to introduce you to Connie Deline, Dr. Connie Deline, who is the executive director of the Spinal CSF League Foundation. And Connie, um, I will let her tell a little bit of her story. Um, was diagnosed. Uh, she was a practicing doctor for many, many years, mm -hmm. and then was was diagnosed with Spinal CSF League. And has really dedicated her life to CFS leak. CSF. CSF leak. Yes. Cerebral spinal fluid. Yes. So, Connie. When are you going to medical school, Tony? Never. <laughs> oh, God, he annoys me. So, you need to hear. I mean, this this is. She's my idol in the world. Connie is I the most I amazing was. woman. I thought I was. I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I forgot where I was. I was. Yeah. Michael I was until last week. I forgot where I was. But um, So this starts off Leak Week. Today, or uh, sorry, June 1st, June, the month of June is Spinal CSF Leak Awareness Month. Leak Week. And Leak Week started June 1st. And we have all sorts Grow of things up. going on. We have our Minneapolis Duradash tonight. But I really want you to hear from Connie because she is the expert authority on this. I have to ask a question. Connie. Connie. Yeah. She said Hello. Yes. Do I know you or a member of your family? Your name sounds really familiar. Do you have family members in town? So. No? Yeah. Connie DeLine, that sounds really familiar. Were you ever like a TV star or something? <laughs> hardly. <She's, laughs> she goes, no. hardly. No, your name just sounds very familiar. Maybe you're you're a very familiar doctor to me for some reason. Maybe. But anyway, no, Connie. No, we, I'm, yeah. So, we, yeah. So, so yeah, Katie was mentioning about Leak Week. Katie, um, the month uh -oh, of June Canadian. is Migraine and Headache Awareness Month, and Leak Week is June 3rd through 8th, and Leak Week is about Spinal CSF Leak. Well, there you so go. So it's, it's inserted as part of, you know, the Headache Awareness Month, uh, which is for all types of headache. So I just, just wanted to quickly clarify that. Thanks for the kind introduction, Katie. Um, what would you like me to, to say? Well, we have. I'm sure we have lots of questions. You can um, 
Michael. Yeah, I have a, a question. With is the idea behind it awareness so people are aware of, of the connection between the two, or that there are a lot of people out there that have the leak that don't even have any idea that they have a leak. Um, the the idea of the awareness week is is basically that this is a disorder that is unfamiliar to most physicians. So it usually goes undiagnosed or misdiagnosed, and a misdiagnosis can go on for months, years, or even decades. Um, the most common misdiagnosis is migraine headache, although headache is not the only presenting symptom. Um, when we think of, of trying to sort out if someone has this, the most frequent preventing, pre presenting symptom is a headache. So bringing awareness during the month of migraine and headache awareness month is, uh, is an important time to help people who have a daily headache going on and on to figure out that this particular diagnosis, spinal CSF leak, might be a possibility, which is an important thing to figure out because it has a simple anatomic um, pr uh, reason for it and which is a which is a leak of this fluid and if you find the leak and fix the leak a lot of patients can be cured so rather than going you know being treated for for headache like a primary headache disorder like migraine uh, which isn't going to work if you treat the underlying cause um, people will have a much higher likelihood of being cured or if they're not cured doing much better so with greater awareness of, of what this looks like, how it can be diagnosed, um, we can get more people diagnosed sooner so that they can do better. So this whole week is, is really focused on that. I have a question about, okay, so people that have been misdiagnosed or whatever for decades, how do you determine what it is then? I mean, it seems like it's a mysterious sure. situation for a lot of doctors. Well, the diagnosis really starts with um, the medical presentation and the history. What, what are the patient's symptoms? And I mentioned that the most common presenting symptom is um, headache. And the interesting thing about the headache is that because um, it's due to a loss of spinal, um, cerebral spinal fluid volume through a leak in the spine, that loss of fluid around the brain causes um, what we call low pressure inside the head. And that low pressure inside the head is worse in the upright position just by hydrodynamic principles. If you think of brain and the spinal cord surrounded by a thick membrane that holds this fluid in all in one continuous compartment, and if you have this column of fluid upright and the, and the volume of fluid inside is low, pressure is going to be highest at the bottom of the column, at the bottom of the spine, and lowest at the top of the head. But if you take that column of fluid and place sideways so that the head and the spine are at the same level, the pressure is equal all the way across in the head and the spine. So when the fluid level is low, upright, the symptoms and the pressure in the head is going to be much lower than the pressure when you're in the horizontal position or lying down. So as a result, patients tend to have their symptoms exacerbated with upright posture uh, after minutes. Sometimes in, in some cases it may be hours before they feel worse, but patients generally have a postural component to their symptoms. Worse when they're upright, better when they're lying down. Wake up first thing in the morning, feeling better. Half an hour or 45 minutes later, the headache starts and gets worse and worse and worse as the day progresses. Are these so if someone has a headache every single day that started out of the blue and it tends to be worse when they're upright, better first thing in the morning, worse as the day goes on, if they have that positional component, then it's a clue that it could be that they could be low on cerebral spinal fluid. Is this usually as related a of to a leak in the spine? I'm sorry. Does that make sense? Yes, it totally makes sense. Um, I don't understand why it's so hard to diagnose this then for people that have, I'm sure, going to doctors for headaches constantly. Well, well, a tear can be well, so inter tiny. Interestingly, um, 
when when this when this first develops and the leak first starts, the headache, the the positional, you know, the the abruptness of the positional changes in the headache tends to be within seconds to minutes. But once someone has had this for a few weeks or a few months, that positional aspect starts to become more gradual and more blunted, and it could actually just evolve into a constant chronic daily headache. That's the subset of patients that are most often misdiagnosed as having migraines. Or the headache is... The positional aspect isn't as obvious. Right, and it, or the headache is not there at all. It might just be, as in my case, um, pressure in the back of the head and neck. So it wasn't really a headache per se. Mm -hmm. There's about, what, Connie, 15% of people that don't present with a headache, so that makes it even harder. It's, it's, and... le it's, about, it's about 3% of patients ah. that, that don't have headache. Um, the majority of people do have headache. But, I mean, this, this fluid is very important for brain and spinal cord function. If you don't have enough fluid, it's not just head pain from your, from your brain sagging while you're upright. There's every aspect of neurologic function can be affected. People might look like they have Parkinson's disease with tremor and unsteady gait, but they don't have Parkinson's. They have a leak and not really have much headache. They can look like they have dementia with severe cognitive deficits, but they don't have Alzheimer's disease. They have a spinal CSF leak. But if it's diagnosed and treated, the dementia can go away. People can show up in the emergency room in a coma. And if the clinician, uh, the emergency room doctor, you know, is aware of this condition and turns them upside down with their head much lower than, than their spine, they can actually wake up. That's amazing. So it's not just headache, of course. Headache is the most common symptom. Um, um, well over 95% of patients do have headache. But, of course, there's many other um, neurologic signs and symptoms that, that can, can occur because this fluid is so important to brain function. Is this usually started with a trauma? Sorry? Is this usually started because of trauma? Somebody has a neck a whiplash injury or a fall or something? Or do they just start leaking That's for no fun. reason? <laughs> Um, the subset of patients that just happens out of the blue are the ones where the diagnosis is most often missed or delayed, but there are other types of reasons for a spinal CSF leak. Um, it can occur in someone who's had spine surgery. It can occur in someone who's had a spinal tap for diagnostic reasons. Say um, meningitis is suspected. A spinal tap is done to sample the fluid. So a needle goes, you know, punctures that, that membrane that normally holds fluid in and, and, the, and the hole can stay open for a while. That's, that's the most common type of spinal CSF leak related to a medical procedure. Labor epidurals aren't supposed to nick this membrane, but sometimes uh, the labor epidural needle does nick it inadvertently, so you can get um, a spinal CSF leak after a labor epidural. So those are medically related spinal CSF leaks, um, and of course they can, ha they can happen from penetrating trauma, like a stab wound or a gunshot wound, um, but the type that happens just seemingly out of the blue is the type that um, is more often not recognized because there isn't a clear, you know, precipitating event that, that caused it. One day you feel fine, the next day you have a headache. How, how often um, do you see people who've had a leak have then follow-up leaks or other issues where it comes up again? Um, I'm not sure I understand where your question. Someone's had a leak, they've repaired it, but how often do you see people where they've, it's, it's happened again? Where what? they have a relapse or a recurrence? Correct. Um, for the majority of patients that have a spinal CSS leak that's, that's fixed or resolved, sometimes it can even resolve on its own, that it's gone away and they're back to normal. The percentage of people that relapse um, isn't a high percentage, and we don't really have good numbers on that. It hasn't been really well studied. But if you talk to the experts that are treating these patients all of the time, they'll say that um, recurrences aren't that common. Of course, there's a subset of patients that does very badly, um, that they have really poor prognosis and they have um, this, this um, 
this tough layer membrane that normally holds fluid in in the normal person is very tough like leather. But a subset of patients, if they have an inherited disorder of connective tissue, might have a very thin and weakened uh, dura, this layer, so that it's more prone to tearing more easily and they can have, you know, many recurring leaks over the course of years or decades. There you have it. We'll take a very quick break and be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. <laughs> well, we needed some music. Keep <laughs> going. I'm a lumberjack. I chop down trees. I eat my lunch. I go to the level tree. Phenomenal. Oh my gosh. The talent in this room is beyond amazing. I need to be in the backseat on a road trip. Right. With you too. Yeah. The car karaoke is phenomenal at the road trips. Katie Harms with us. Uh, Katie, take over. Yeah, so um, we've been talking to Connie DeLine from the Executive Director of the Spinal CSF League Foundation. And, um, you know, we all get involved with things because of personal experiences. And, and I was able to meet Connie after going through a Spinal CSF League and having a repair at Mayo Clinic and um, going to a symposium meeting Connie and saying, how can I help? And so from that, became I became part of a storytelling team and a fundraising team. And the fundraising team, Connie, um, we have a little surprise for you. We wanted to um, work on, we're still working on formalizing fundraising plans, but an important order of business for us was to acknowledge the commitment and work that you do for the organization. And as of this morning, close to $6,000 in climbing has been donated in your honor and I have a couple things I want to read. I want to read to you. Um, Connie, the medical board wants to commend you and acknowledge your tremendous effort that benefit not only the patients suffering from spinal CSF leaks, but the physicians treating these patients. Thank you, Connie, for doing so much valuable work. Your countless contributions assist us as we diagnose and treat this disease. Your work is appreciated and acknowledged by all of us. We are making the donation in your honor to the Spinal CSF Leak Foundation. And I'm going to pepper in a couple of conversations or a couple of comments that we've gotten from some of the doctors that you know very well and work with. Um, but I want to get more information from you because we've got this wonderful platform, thanks to Tom and Catherine and the family and everyone, to talk about this. So I'm sure other people have Gosh. more questions, too. But congrats, Connie, and thank you. Well, thank, thank you so much for, for doing that. that, that. That means a lot. That means a lot. You know, we do have a wonderfully supportive medical advisory board, 
Um, and, you know, our fundraising team is, is definitely working hard with, with your help, Katie. So um, thanks thanks for all the efforts that you're putting in to, to help advance this, this shared cause. Connie, talk about your story a little bit. You're, um, you kn know this firsthand. You are leading a life a little bit different than what you had anticipated you would lead. Yeah, I, you know, I don't really love talking about my own story. I know you don't. Um, <laughs> Did you get an award for I, hanging I, out I, with Katie? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Kate, Katie's been great uh, in, in terms of helping to anchor our storytelling team. We have a new storytelling team that's focused on telling stories because, you know, in, in medical school, we acknowledge very well that um, it's, the, it's the patient experience that teaches us about medical disorders. So no data without a story and no story without data. So our storytelling team is really anchored on telling stories, individual patient stories, and peppering in some of the medical um, data, like symptoms, how to diagnose it, how to treat it, what the outcomes would be. Um, so we're working hard to do that. And I think what Katie's trying to do is trying to relate my experience and my story of, of spinal CSF leak, which I find really boring because it's so close to me. But in a nutshell, um, I basically uh, was working as a family doctor, uh, zero sick days in my life. I'd literally never been sick, never had a headache. And then within 30 minutes, I went from being completely well to having this 10 out of 10 headache with vomiting, and I was on the floor. I could not get up. If I raised my head half an inch higher than my spine, I would start vomiting again. Wow. And that was how my journey with the spinal flick started. It was very abrupt. Um, and uh, literally went from normally functioning to bedridden overnight. Um, my journey's been pretty long um, because of the time that I had it diagnosed. The familiarity uh, among physicians was even lower than it is now. And um, so I had some delay to getting, um, to getting good diagnostic testing and treatments. And I still, I still suffer with, with leaking because I'm one of those uh, individuals who has abnormally thin dura, which again, the dura is that membrane that normally holds fluid in. So I've had a number of different CSF leaks. I've had repairs, done great, relapse, repairs, uh, and, and, and relapse. Um, so I've had periods of time where I've been doing very well, but I also have long periods of time where I don't have very much functional upright time. So I eventually had to transition um, into working part-time and then doing limited consulting. And at this point, um, I'm working just with the foundation and I spend part of my day uh, working flat on my left side with my computer sideways. And uh, that allows me to be um, productive and, and uh, um, you know, try to make a difference. That's a, have you ever been, ever been in Louisville, Kentucky, Connie? <laughs> I have not. Well, the reason I bring it up is Joe from Louisville, Kentucky says, rock on, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when she you. gets done in a day, and she's one of those people that you just have no excuse to say, oh, I wasn't feeling that well. I couldn't get yeah, that done. Yeah. I got, I'm going to read this. So um, Dr. Walter Schivink is one of Connie's um, close, has become close friends, and here's what he has to say. I've had the pleasure of knowing Dr. DeLine for more than 12 years. She has single-handedly revolutionized the dispersion of knowledge regarding this unrecognized condition over the last decade. She is a tireless advocate for patients suffering from spontaneous intracranial hypotension, and she has done more for the CSF leak population than any other physician I know. I am proud to call her a colleague and a dear friend. Now, Dr. Shivink is at Cedars-Sinai and probably the world foremost surgeon on this. He's bringing everyone along with him as well as some others. Um, I'm going to quickly read from, um, no I'm not because I don't have it here. I'll find it really quickly. Um, I'm going to read from Ian Carroll uh, sent a donation in honor of Connie DeLine and Alexander Carroll and Ian Carroll is at Stanford and his note is, be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid and in this case not so mighty but aid nonetheless. 
And from Dr. Amrine, uh, Connie is an unbelievable force and a true advocate for our field. She is so incredibly appreciated, really more than words or financial contributions could possibly relay. I'm so pleased to hear that you are honoring her, overdue and well-deserved. And Jill Rao said, thanks for organizing this, uh, Dr. Jill Rao. Connie works so hard and she definitely deserves more recognition for what she does. And I will have one more for you. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll have one more for you really quickly. You're a disaster. I know, I know. Hey, well, this is live, uh, right? Well, um, Katie sent me a link today about this, and I clicked on it, and there's this. there was this man who had been in like almost hospice situation. Mm. Wow. And there, he had he couldn't take care of himself at all. He got this repair, and he was absolutely he was swimming and like normal life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was uh, and, and that is I, I shared that with you guys and I think that will be out Connie right in the future for our leak week um, story. I don't want to provide too much information but I shared it with these guys because I thought it was very compelling for them to know part of the story. Well and I remember Katie when yeah. you were diagnosed it was yeah. quite the interesting and unique way of figuring it all out. There was like table tipping and all kinds of Things. So it's like if you suspect that you have something like that, you can't just go to any doctor or any neurologist, right? It's hard to find the right doctor. And tonight I was misdiagnosed from a very, very well-known, world-renowned neurosurgeon. Not because he's a bad surgeon, just because this is not in his purview. Um, here's the last one I'm going to read right now. There's one more after this, but I will read this one. Dr. Dr. Cutsworth Gregory from Mayo. Um, Connie DeLine is an inspiration to leakers and leak doctors alike. She devotes hundreds of hours every month to advancing the recognition and care of people with spontaneous spinal CSF leak. She started the Spinal CSF Leak Foundation and continues to lead this important and growing network for patients and physicians. We can only call each other leakers. You can't call us leakers. Doesn't work well. Can I call no. you lame brain? <laughs> you can call me lame brain. You okay. can call me anything you want as long as you're talking to me. Because I just know that's how you show me love, Tom. That's true. If I'm too nice to you, it means I don't like you. That that's is right. true. That's right. So, Connie, just, just a few of the... Just a few of the... I agree. That's true. You've been the recipient. A few of the love. A few of the, the testaments of love. Yes, absolutely. Those... Those, those are a lot of kind words spoken for someone who really prefers to keep a low profile and do things behind the scenes. You know, Katie may not have mentioned this, but she had to twist my arm to even do this podcast because really I'm one of those behind the scenes kind of people. Um, so lots of kind words, um, very heartwarming. I, I appreciate them all. Um, I appreciate this whole sort of team of people really working together to make a difference. You know, I'm just one little piece of it um, and deserve far less credit than some of those words suggest. But, um, but thank you. I would not expect you to say anything <laughs> differently than that. But so we'll go on building up all the wonderful things that you do. I think that's, that's the most important. The education, um, the research grants that are being right. put out there, those are the important things that are happening. So however we get to them, that's really what this is all about. Because sure. truly, having gone through it myself and having watched so many people, um, a dear friend that has become a friend through this that's in California that was a very active practicing lawyer, uh, lawyer, Laura Gianni, is so grateful to Connie and the foundation for everything. Um, and she is in the middle of fighting this. There are so many people um, that that's why I do this. Because the more you know about it, the more you know that people are out there. And you become aware of it. So that education that Connie has worked so tirelessly on um, and research and awareness, I think mm -hmm. those are the things that are critical. No doubt about it. It's yeah. pretty well, yeah. Connie. You're pretty amazing. You didn't. You don't like to be in the spotlight at all. And it's very nice of you to be on the show today. You know, Katie making I, you nervous. I appreciate you inviting me. It's her fault. <laughs> I'm, just you. I'm trying to. I'm trying we'll, to soften we'll the blow. Kate. We'll blame Katie. Yes, we'll blame you know, Katie. I'm so well, used to it. It's really exactly. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, well, the the important thing is that is that we're making these these strides in in elevating awareness of this disorder, so that patients are starting to be diagnosed sooner, and get the right diagnostic testing and get the right treatments. 
So awareness is one piece. That's what we're focused on for League Week. But of course, you know, funding education, uh, conferences, symposia, um, and funding research are are two other really important things that that Katie that Katie mentioned. So with doing all of those things, um, there's a lot of reasons for hope that we're going to see um, fewer people misdiagnosed for decades um, and more people actually getting getting uh, a better result or even a cure. So uh, that's, that's why we do it. It's a wonderful thing. We need to take a break right here. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes more with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm being backstabbed by Michael Bryant during the show, so that's good. He goes, uh huh. We're back, Katie. Good. This is good music to come in with. Hey, Connie. Yes, I, I'm let, here. Talk about the Duradash for a minute. Well, Duradash. Duradash is um, a virtual race. So we called it Duradash uh, because Dura is that membrane that normally holds uh, the spinal uh, fluid in. So Duradash is a virtual race that we designed in a way that individuals could tailor what they um, wanted to do and what they could do if they had physical restrictions. Um, some patients with the spinal cephalopathy don't have a lot of upright time. They're not able to do a lot of bending or lifting or twisting. Um, so they have to modify their physical activity. So they sometimes feel a bit daunted by that. So we designed the Duradash so that, you know, if someone's fully fit, they can do a marathon. But if someone wants to do something over the course of a few days in five-minute five increments, they could. So any activity, any distance, any length of time, uh, any location. Um, we wanted to uh, broad participation so that this would be uh, a method of raising more awareness in addition to having a lot of fun. So there's no so, excuse to have an Andy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's, so you know, some some people are organizing teams of people to do a door dash. Uh, in a variety of different ways and locations. Um, Katie, you have you have a Duradash team set up, don't you? I do tonight. So the Minneapolis Duradash, we're meeting about 5.45, between 5.45 and 6 o'clock down uh, in the St. Anthony, Maine area, right by Wild. It used to be called Wild Roast. Now I think they're Wild Spirits and something. Anyway, then we're going we're gonna to take a little hike or bike or whatever people want to do around the Stone Arch Bridge, back the Hennepin Avenue Bridge. It should be a beautiful night and gorgeous city views. And then whoever wants to stick around and grab a bite to eat or whatever can do that. Otherwise, we're just raising awareness, wearing our purple shirts. Purple if we don't have our Duradash shirt, wearing a purple shirt, anybody can join us. I set the amount, so we have the Duradash virtual race that you can go online and sign up for. I set the amount for my little Dura Dash Minneapolis for 20 bucks. Bring 20 bucks, you'll get a receipt right there. 
and join us and have fun doing it, cool. raising awareness. And I, I know a couple people in this room may or may not be joining. <laughs> I, I'm going. <laughs> no pressure. There's the pause there. No <laughs> pressure. Staring at you. Nobody's yeah. jumping in. Hey. I'm going to walk around the basement. <laughs> okay. You get your steps will. in. It's going to be walk. a beautiful night. There's no oh, reason to not. Yeah, beautiful and I'll also get home at about 11. That'd be great. You will not. How long does it take you to walk across a bridge? You're staying for dinner. <laughs> no, we're not. Only people that want to stay and no, grab I'm a bite to eat or a drink or whatever. She'll be staying. No, she won't I'm be tired. home until 11 Oh, my, my, my. It's unbelievable. Okay, well, Connie, whatever. sorry for Connie, dragging you through Connie. this. Connie. <laughs> Connie, it, it'll be fun. We're, we're also going to do a Facebook Live from the Spinal CSF League Foundation Facebook page um, for a drawing. There is a um, New York Times bestselling author by the name of Annie Buchanan who has written a book called, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it, The Beginning of Everything. Um, and it's phenomenal. And she has just come out on audiobook with it. She is a former spinal CSF leak um, patient and has now been sealed. Okay. So, and she wrote a book about her experience. It's a phenomenal book if you really want to understand it. So, we'll be drawing. Uh, people wrote in, and, and they are uh, possibly going to win that audiobook. Oh, nice. What time the walk start? <laughs> 6 p.m. And how long do you think it'll take? Two. Two hours. Two hours. Uh, you uh, could bike it. You could bike it. Park, we'll jog. Week, you so could jog it. The orchestra. We'll so, push you in a wheelchair. Know. What he's actually saying is if it's two for most people, it's like six. Only when hungover. Yeah, <laughs> Right next to you. I finished in front of you the first yes, year because you, you and Doc bailed out before we even got so, there. For, for the yeah, you never finished the first year. Liar. No, no. I mean, you Lies. never oh, shared you that information with anybody. You didn't want your oh, medal, right, so uh, Doc said it was stupid. No. So you guys rolled off right at the finish line. I didn't say it was stupid. It's just Doc that, said it was stupid. Yeah, that's right. I did. Oh, my so. God. All right. <laughs> so, so other years I've been up there. Uh, Connie, oh, sure can I know. leave with you? You and I leave at the same time. What do you think? It'd be a good thing. Well, thank you very much for your time today. It's just uh, really great of you to put out the the effort to try to educate people on what's going on because most people have never even heard of this. Right. It's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. That's, so that's look at the, the awareness. Of what we're trying yeah. to do. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Appreciate appreciate you having me on. It's our great pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Connie. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Katie. Bye. <laughs> Don't say goodbye to her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was super interesting. I mean, eight neurologists. They don't. Nobody knows. It's like on that video. It was like eight. Oh, there Never was more. even considered I, yes. that this uh, was what well, it was. I, I'm telling you, it is um, amazing. And you cannot fault them. There is Medicine is changing at such a, a fast pace, mm -hmm. right? That to keep up on everything and to know. And, um, and insurance doesn't help matters. You're seeing of patients course. at a certain amount of time per. You're looking for um, the, the normal. What is the percentage of people that present with this? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But when you do find it, you're exhausted, you're overworked, you're seeing 20 more patients in that day, and right. you might miss it. Right. Um, it's amazing. Some of the, even when you look at my, my films and my brain from pre to post, and the people that missed the brain sag that was there, and it was so evident after, right, after seeing it and knowing what you were looking at, or your optic nerve just completely flattened out, or tonsils being affected. It was unbelievable. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now Tom's going to be. I so think come I've out got and walk. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, he definitely has a brain tag. I'm not sure it's from the leak. Really great. Wonderful. As a matter of fact, it will be the new excuse. Hey, right. leave me alone. I got brain tag. <laughs> as long as we've got a few minutes left in a segment, it's kind of a, like a health segment. I just found out yesterday the third person in the past three weeks, either a friend of mine or a relative or whatever, is dying from cancer. Yeah. What is the uptick on that here? Yeah. What's the, and it's age, not just because yeah. you know, that's, age. Well, no, the, two of the people are mm -hmm. much younger. I think it's in our food. 
Man, you think it is? I really do. I think it's all the yeah. crap that they put in our food. There's stuff I can't even pronounce, yet I'm putting it in my body. Why? Why do you do that? Well, Tastes I mean, good. just, you know, just st- preservatives and just, you know, all this extra stuff. That's, nothing's natural anymore, and I think that has a huge part of it. Um, probably GMO, the stuff that they're using. Uh, for pesticides and they're stuff. Saying now that, that that doesn't affect you at all. That's what they're saying. Well, it's yeah, very yeah. yeah. Some people try to say Roundup. Roundup doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, they yeah. Sure oh, that, that's yeah. a one, big lawsuit on that. Well, that just been paid three like giant trials. Billion, right? Yeah. Been Billions. Big result trials. And they ban it on they all the other countries Europe. except here. Right. Do they really? Yeah, because it's GMOs are also banned in Europe. Yeah, and they're because they've known to cause their carcinogens and known to cause cancer. Wouldn't that be uh, Cargill's area? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it. it yeah. I don't know who uses what, what but I don't either. Advice from our <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I, I think perhaps maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying anything negative about Cargill. I'm saying they were questioned about that. Yes, and I don't know how it ever sure. turned out. So I have no idea. But in any case, yeah, I, I just. I found out yesterday a guy I've known for a long, long time is terminal. He just mm. he found out he has cancer and he's not going to make it much longer. It's yeah. just terrible. Do you know what terrible. kind of cancer it is? Just, it's um, very sad. I was told, but I can't. Stage four, I can't remember. Well, that point, it doesn't really matter. Sometimes they tell yeah, people no. that they're terminal and then they're still around years later. There's Alex a guy at Golden Valley Country Club that had prostate. They said he was gone in months and he's Who was still. That? I don't remember his name, but his he's... first name Dick. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. 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 he's doing shtick. Look at that. That gives shtick a bad name. You gotta do shtick, <laughs> otherwise you start crying. I hate losing friends. Uh, it's no, not no, a good it's deal. Terrible. No, it's, it's in this case, it's not an age situation. The guys, one of them is only like forty. I think it's more our age. As we get older, we know yeah, more well, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, so yeah, many people. So. The odds well, are just that's that true. some of them are going to have. I cancer. suppose that is true. But I just found out about it. I guess he's known about it for a year, and I just found it out from his father yesterday. Hmm. It's like God. Well, generally, in cases like that, you don't tell anyone until you're in remission or you're about to die. I suppose. And that's horrible for the parents, I mean, with yeah. their kids. Yeah. I, just, I heard a great story from, from Kendall. Oh, God, i got to tell this on the air. So Kendall Norberg is one of my great friends, maybe my best friend in the world, right? So he's at the Holiday Station store on Highway 55, coming in to play golf yesterday, Golden Valley. Uh, you've met Kendall, haven't you? I have. You? I thought so. So he has his car wash. He's wiping it down with a towel. This guy walks up and goes, excuse me, are you Tom Bernard? (laughs) And he goes, no, but weirdly, I'm going to play golf with him in about 10 minutes. The guy goes, oh. So Dan from Holiday, thank you. It was very, very nice. Uh, The Holiday Station store. Did you want to take a picture with him? I'm yeah. sure he did. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was hoping they had some insult that he yeah. hurled at Slapped yeah. something more interesting. What? Well, I thought that's. <laughs> I was waiting for like the. Yeah, can you tell him he sucks or <laughs> I hate him or something? Oh, and that was what it was. Tell, I, tell I was waiting for the punchline. Hey, you replaced him. He's a, he's bitter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. I'm yeah, the doppelganger. You're the doppelganger. You are the doppelganger. Yeah. That's true. Do no that. Clue. What's with the Wikipedia page? I was gonna send Connie some information. Who's Wikipedia page? Yours. You I was going to send Connie some information. It's like, Yo, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a Wikipedia page, and then it said something about you being reclusive and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not sending this to Connie. She's just going <laughs> to. You're a recluse, so I, want, I don't want her to be oh, worried yeah. about the whole podcast, but are you? The I problem, with, that problem with Wikipedia the problem is anybody can write it. The any Wikipedia page is that unless it's, like, solid scientific or mathematical stuff, the tone depends on what loser is camping that page. I exactly. see. Yeah, I go on okay. and edit it all, all right. the time. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's there. your I fault. Add, oh. I, add, I add little things in there to <laughs> spice it up. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens in the next little bit now with that Wikipedia yeah, page. That ought to be really yeah. great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, and the reason why Katie is here, uh, other oh. than... <laughs> For the Dura Dash and Leak Week and all of that is she bid on <laughs> spending time with the podcast at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society yes. Gala. Oh, Gala. Right. That's cool. So I had to pay Gala. to be Gala. here because wow. I don't get invited back anymore. <laughs> Next time we'll be done. Join the club. But I will put I am going to I am going to be very kind here because you guys put that auction that. item up. At Leukemia and Lymphoma. So you mm-hmm. offered that up. 
You guys offered up that beautiful auction item that was taken care of and enjoyed last night by wonderful people. Yeah, Boulder when, from Boulder for Boulder Options. options. Mm -hmm. And then you donated this time for uh, me to come in and talk about something near and dear to my heart. So thank you. I'm. It's all it's we a, do is give, and then give, give. The ride <laughs> this weekend was all about give, give, giving. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So bravo to you. And that was. Tell me again. What well, that was for? Cured. Tour de tour. Tour de tour. Are you still on the association? How much did you drink? Three days in Nashville. Oh, you went on a bender. Well, it was a convention. It was a convention. And then one of my friends had a holdover for four hours at the airport to fly to North Dakota. So I hung out with him at the airport for four hours. You know, it's social. Michael Bryant. Glug, glug, glug. On occasion, this tagline. On occasion, not a big drink. No, not really. On occasion, I don't drink and drive. I've never seen one. No, smart idea. That's a good idea for an attorney. For anybody, please. Or anybody. Yeah, that's true. But no, I don't think I've ever seen you drink more than like one drink. Have you ever even seen any drink? Maybe not. I don't think you've ever seen any drink. It's only just in the closet. Hey, where'd Michael go? He's in the closet. Was it on your Twitter page? Somebody just posted that. There's a menu on, I think it's either Lyft or Uber, that there's a vomit oh, <laughs> cleaning charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my Yikes. God. I was Yikes. like, of course there is. Because yeah. well, that's nasty. It's all the tour's fault because they, they have a dinner on Friday night, which is a really a cool dinner. He wasn't going to go, but it was a cool dinner on. Oh, uh, where was that? Where, at, at, at Boom Island, where all oh, the people okay. say why they ride and they talk about diabetes. It's really a cool event. Sure. And I was going to go to get my parking ticket. Because you need that, because as a champion, you get a park there at the Boom Island. Okay. So that was my old plan. Then they emailed it to me, so I didn't have to get there to get it anymore. Right. So then suddenly I had extra time. So <laughs> <it was> there. <laughs> I see how it works. Unbelievable. <laughs> You're amazing. So. Are you going to Nashville with us in November? I don't know if they want me back in Nashville, but I'll maybe. Be there. I'll, I'll watch over you. <laughs> so I'll be there are place. billboards with oh, arrows. This guy. Johnny Cash Museum is a cool thing That's to see. Here. It's unbelievable. Really I love Johnny Cash. We will oh, take his a break. museum's great. We'll be back with segment two in just about, what, five, six minutes, Andy? Mm -hmm. Uh huh.